the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I hope is being a blessing to you. That's if you've got an ear to hear what the Lord is saying to you. It's called transformation and manifestation. Our God wants us to experience both transformations and manifestations in each of our lives. By transformation, I mean changes to both us as a people and changes in our lives. Changes that help us to be better people who live better, more productive, and more meaningful lives. By manifestations, I mean God wants us to experience things in our lives that we probably wouldn't have ever experienced in our life. Things that will cause our lives and other people's lives connected to us to be better, more enjoyable lives. All of us who are in the body of Christ should not only desire the kinds of transformations and manifestations that God wants to happen in our lives, but we should also do whatever we need to do to help them happen in our lives, especially since the God who we love and trust wants to do them in our lives. We ought to learn what we need to do and do what we need to do so that the transformations and manifestations that God wants to happen for us actually happen for us. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. How y'all doing today? So am I, same Lord, same faith, same results. If you got a Bible, which I invite you to turn to James chapter 1, and let's have some fun as we dive back into this word that God gave me to give to you about transformation and manifestation, two things that he wants to happen in the lives of me and you. God desires each and every one of us who are his to experience transformation and manifestation. Transformation and manifestation. One of the manifestations is a transformation that God designs for me and you. That's why we need to learn about it, understand about it, cooperate with it, so that both transformation and manifestation can happen for me and you. James chapter 1 is the foundational text. We're going to begin reading there at verse 16. We're going to read, do a very brief review. Die for it in the day, stuff which is going to bless you. If you got an ear to hear what the Lord is going to say to you today, in Jesus' name. James chapter 1, begin reading at verse 16. It says, Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variableness, neither a shadow or turning. That's true. Every good gift and every perfect gift come from God. That word good right there we find out means good in any sense. It means good in every sense. That means any way it's good, it's good. And that's including good that we don't see and understand as good. It's still good whether we understand it as good. That's why God wants to cause some transformations in our habits in our lives that we might not understand, but it's still going to be good. We found out it also translates a benefit. It's going to be beneficial to me and you. 
beneficial to the world that we're living in too, as well as beneficial to everybody around me and you when we allow this transformation and manifestation to happen in the midst of our life. So we should desire the transformation that God wants for us to have because if he wants us to have it, we should want to have it. We, but we found our changes available to me and you uh, to be better than we are right now. I know you're good right now with your little powerful selves, but at the same time, God wants to take you to another level so that you could be even better self than you are right now. We found out that transformation process began when we got born again. That's <laughs> so when the Spirit of the Lord moved within and began the transformation process on the inside of me and you, reconciling us back to the Father like he said he'll do so that we can live the life that he wants us to live, that God kind of life, that Zoe life, that God kind of life. Now, the devil was going to try to stop that from happening. We found out he's going to do everything he can to be able to stop that from happening. But that's all right. We're going to do what God told us to do. And that's submit ourselves unto him as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, which is our reasonable service, that we might be able to approve the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I know it says prove in the King James Version, but that word prove also translates approve because you have to approve it to prove it. Praise God, because God wants you to be able to prove that there's no better life to live than the one that he lit than you can live in him. But you have to approve it for that to happen for you first. Satan's trying to cause you to not approve it, not cooperate with it, so that the transformation does not happen for you. But we ain't going out like that. We're learning to cooperate with God. God said, he that began a good work in us is going to be faithful to perform it to the day of Jesus Christ. He's going to complete the work that he started in me and you. Well, we need to cooperate with him if that's what we're going to do. We need to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt us in due time. We need to place ourselves in God's hand and cooperate with him in any way we can so that it can afford us the opportunity to be transformed like God wants us to do. We need to submit ourselves unto God. God is the potter. We are the clay. And therefore, we ought to let the potter do what he do and mold us his way. But we, last time we got together, we found out God uses his word to mold us while he's transforming us. He uses his word to mold us. He uses the word that we hear to be able to transform us up in here. That's why he told us to submit ourselves unto him and let him do what he wants to do with us. Well, he's going to share his word with us. The word of God is the power of God unto manifestation. And the word of God is also the power of God unto transformation, which will cause the transformation to be able to occur in him because he is the power of God. But then we found out that transformed life that we live is lived by faith, though. Faith is hearing what God has to say about something and believing it to the point that we order our lives according to it, that we hear what God has to say about something and believe it to the point that we order our lives according to it. That's when the transformation occurs because the power of God is then released into our life to transform us into the word that we heard so that we don't just see it in the book, but we see it in our lives when we take a look. For transformation to occur then, we have to hear the word of God. God said, come to the potter's house so that you can hear the word of God. So before you get in your car and try to drive to Dallas and go to uh, uh, the potter's house up there, praise God, hallelujah, you're in the potter's house right now, praise God, because the potter's house is God's house, praise God. Change occurs from hearing and doing what the word of God shows us to do. And if we do what God tells us to do, change will happen to me and you. Last time we got together, we found out that transformation works from the outside in, no, from the inside out. It works from the inside out. That's different about God than the rest of the world because the world wants to train you outside even though you're the same inside. He wants to put, help you put on another facade so that you can be able to look like you that way, but you ain't really that way. God wants to change you so that you really be that way because God's in the real. God's ain't in the fake. Praise God. He don't want no fake Christians. He wants some real Christians. Look, your neighbor said, they ain't talking about you right now. Praise God. 
a real Christian, a real Christian. That's what I'm talking about. Praise God. But we found out that a man is as he thinks in his heart because the Bible says as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So man's thoughts did not start as God's thoughts. God said, my thoughts are as high above yours as the heaven is from the earth. And my ways are not your ways either. Praise God. Because, but they can be transformed into that. That's why he wants us to hear the words. Because God's thoughts are right. Our thoughts were wrong. But as we begin to start lining our thoughts up with his thoughts and receiving his thoughts to become our thoughts, now that we can become right and live this thing out like we're supposed to. Thank God for the word. Because God's word is used to examine our thoughts, to be able to see if they should remain or should they be changed. Whereas God's thoughts are a discerner of the thoughts and intents of our heart. Whereas it'll go on the inside of us and expose, it'll sift, it'll analyze, and it'll judge every one of them thoughts that's on the inside of me and you. It'll make it visible, that which was hidden. That's when it'll expose it. It'll put through a filter and divide further. That's what it'll do when it'll sift it. It'll study it. It'll explore it. It'll examine it. It'll question it. It'll probe it. That's what it'll do when it analyzes it. And it'll form a new opinion to be able to do what's necessary to be able to come to a conclusion that God wants. That's by judging it. So that's why God gives us his word. Because we get a chance to be able to find out that we've been trained under the counsel of heathens. People who aren't of God, don't know God, don't know nothing about God. In fact, God's word call them fools. And many of us, we got thoughts of fools all up on the inside of us. And we fooling ourselves thinking that we are all that we need to be. God said, no, there's some more transformation I need to do with thee. That's why God puts us on the potter's wheel and puts his water on us too. So he can begin to expose different things in us and on us that should not be in us too. So that he can now fashion us. He can first crush that crazy thought that was on the inside of me and you. And then he can refashion our mind to be the way he wants us to do. God uses his word to fashion our feelings, fashion our will, fashion our intellect to the shape that he wants them to be. So that we're no longer being the person that we think we are, but be the person that he really wants us to be. Now, God's thoughts are shared with us through his word. Somebody say, thank God for the word. God's thoughts found in his word are also called many things. I say God's word found in his word are also called many things. And each of these things that is caused that, that share another nuance of what God is to us. What God is to us. And simultaneously, it'll show us God's words, what God's word ought to be in us. What it ought to be doing in us. What work is it going to do in us? And what we should see it as so we can align up with it like it's supposed to. Let's look at some of that today. Whereas God start looking at some of it today. Psalms number 19. Because we carry a word that is powerful. I said it's powerful. But sometimes people don't know how powerful it is because they don't really know what it is. They don't know how powerful it is because they don't know really what it is. Oh, but when you learn it, then you can use it properly. And let it do for you what it's designed to do. Cooperate with it so it can be able to do an awesome thing for you. So let's look at a few of the things that God's thoughts found in his word are called. Psalms number 19, let's begin reading in stanza number 7. Thank God for his word. It says, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. 
More to be desired are than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter mm, also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Well, God begins to tell us about his word, and he breaks down different things that it is and tells us what it is that he gave to his and what it's designed to do if we cooperate with it and let it do what it do. Let's start at the beginning. Verse stanza 7. It says, The Lord, the Lord is perfect. Now, the word law right there here means statutes and precepts. That word law right there here means statutes and precepts. So God gives us statutes and precepts that are things that his word are called. The word statutes are talking about permanent rules, permanent rules. I like that because in God's word, that is his law, are permanent rules by which we're to live and order our lives. There are permanent rules in which we're to live and order our lives, which means they don't vary based upon circumstances or situations we find ourselves in. But there are permanent rules that I don't care what situation come up. That's still the rule. I don't care what president is in place. That's still the rule. I don't care what Supreme Court ruling comes down. That's still the rule because these are permanent rules that don't vary because they come from somebody that don't vary. So our observing them doesn't vary based upon how we feel about it at the given time or what we think at the given time. But it's supposed to be observed all the time because these are what's called permanent rules. God gives us permanent rules. So that means in this year, that's the rule. Next year, that's going to still be the rule. Should we tarry? Should the Lord tarry? And 50 years from now, it's still going to be the year. It's still going to be the rule. If the Lord should tarry and we 500 years from now, it's still going to be the rule. We might have flying cars or, or, or transporter buttons. Beam me up, Scotty. Praise God. But when we get there, that's still the rule because God's rule don't change. See, that's important because since God's rule don't change, the only thing that's supposed to change is you. To be able to match the rules that he sets up. That's good news. Because sometimes we get confused. We think God going to change. Or his rules going to change. Trust me, you're confused if you think God going to change or his rules going to change. We the ones supposed to change. So it makes it real easy. Now this word statues, which means permanent rules, ultimately comes from a Latin word meaning to stand. Coming from a Latin word meaning to stand which means all the rules found in God's laws permanently stand, as in they're always so. They permanently stand, as in they're always so. So that means that there's never a time when it's okay to say no or to not do what they say do. It's never a time. Like, for instance, God says, love your brother. That's what God said. God didn't say, love your brother if. God says, love your brother. Hallelujah. That means your brother can act a plump fool, but you're still supposed to love him. 
Because it don't change. That's the rule. That's what he said do. It says, husband, love your wife, even as Christ loved the church, which means she can lose her mind for a short period of time and act like they don't even know God. That don't mean nothing. Still supposed to love them, just like he loved the church, because that's the permanent rule. But they get on my nerves, so love them. But they hurt me. Love them. I think they, I, I think they're a hellion. Then love the hell out of them, because his rule don't change. This, you don't understand what happened. That makes it different. No. That's what Satan wants it to be in your mind. It's different. But it's still the same. Love them just the same. Because it don't change. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why it comes from a word which, which means to stand. So that means that there's never a time when it's okay to say no or not do what God's word says do. These rules are supposed to be permanently stood upon by us. I said permanently stood upon by us. That's how we're to be as a person and how we're to live our lives. We're supposed to be the same way every day as a person. We don't, we don't have the liberty to have bad days like that. Get, on the, get up on the wrong side of the bed. Get back in the bed and get on the right side then. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Because you don't, you don't have a right to be walk around with that attitude you got. Not and call yourself a Christian at the same time. That's why God gave permanent rules. I said permanent rules. No matter what, month, what time of the month it is. God gave permanent rules about how it is supposed to happen. And how things are supposed to be done. So you just get your little self together. Understanding that the supernatural is greater than the natural. And it has the ability to override the natural. You, could be, you can put a pause on your menopause. Because that's the rule. Hallelujah. You can call your mind back. So come back, I need you. These rules establish boundaries in which we're to live within. From the time that we become Christians all the way to the end. They establish boundaries that we're to live within. That we're to live within from the time we become Christian all the way to the end. They establish the boundaries that we exist within as a person. That is boundaries of who we are as a, as a child of God. Except that. And I said it also means precepts. I said that word law means statutes and precepts. The word precepts is talking about a commandment or direction given as a rule of action or conduct. It is a commandment or direction given as a rule of action or conduct. God is our Lord. He's our Savior and our Lord. And he gives us commands and directions directives of how we're to live our lives from that point forward and he uses those words to be able to cause us to be able to conduct ourselves that way fortunately he's always around i said fortunately he's always around because some of us are accustomed to doing what a person say as long as they're around and then we revert and go back to something else hallelujah i said hallelujah thank you lord jesus like i found out a long time ago as a leader that I let others tell me about the faithfulness of others. I don't look at how they're around me. Because they'll be faithful than a mug around me. Have all the right words to say. But I'll wait till they work, they serve with somebody else. And then you report back to me what they do each and every day. When they tell me anything, anywhere, anytime, and any cost. And then they tell everybody else, get lost. So now I know who the person really is. Does that make sense? We're supposed to be like this all the time. 
because God gives us these commandments. That word precept also means a guide or rule for morals, a guide or rule for morals. So it tells us what's right, what's wrong. Because anytime you're dealing with the word moral, you're dealing with the concept of right and wrong. So it tells us what's right, what's wrong. Now, all of us started off with a warped view of what's right. Every one of us. We all started off with a warped view of what's wrong. We was calling wrong, right, and right, wrong. But God says, in my word, I'm going to give you something that's going to mold you and shape you and reshape your thinking to calling right, right, and wrong, wrong. So you don't call wrong, right, and give wrong advice as though it's right. Because somebody's going to order their life according to what you say. Because they just, a lot of people are just looking for confirmation to they wrong. And they'll keep searching until they find somebody that agree with them that they wrong. Look at your neighbor and say, don't let that be you. Amen. That's why God wants to reshape you and remold you. So that when they talk to anybody, they get the same answer. When they talk to everybody that's Christian, they get the same answer. And according to God, all his laws, that is his statutes and precepts, are perfect. That's what he says, Psalms number 19. Stanza number seven, the law of the Lord is perfect. I say his law means his statutes and his precepts. They're all perfect. That word perfect right there means entire, entire. The law of the Lord is entire. The word entire means whole, complete, having all the parts or elements, whole, complete, having all the parts or elements, which means nothing's missing. Everything is there. I said, nothing's missing. Everything's there. When God gives you his word, everything is there. It has all things that pertain unto life and godliness. That means there's nothing that you can run into life that it's not going to tell you how to conduct yourself in life. There's not a single thing that you're going to deal with in life that it's not going to tell you how to deal with in life. I heard stupid people with no revelation say, everything's not in the Bible. Well, then God's a liar. Because he said all things that pertain unto life and godliness. What does all mean? What's left after all? That means you ain't going to run into a single thing that the explanation of what to do isn't in this scripture. You ain't going to run into a single thing to do that is not already told you right here in this book because it's entire. That word entire also means full and thorough, full and thorough, which means nothing's not covered. It's thorough, meaning that nothing's not covered. You know, like some, some, some ministers teach like that. They teach thorough. They don't just get no little popcorn message and then just let you go on. They're going to deal with this week after week after month after month until you done got the picture of what it is he's talking about. Praise God is thorough. Nothing's not covered. No area of activity is not included. But look what it'll do if you let it. The law of the Lord is perfect. What will it do? Converting the soul. It'll convert the soul. That word convert right there means to turn back. That word Convert right there means to turn back. The inference is to turn our souls back to the way that they were originally supposed to be before Satan and his world system perverted you and me. It transforms us from thinking worldly to godly. Don't think just because a person is a Christian, they don't think worldly. But it'll transform you from thinking worldly to godly. It'll transform us from thinking carnally to spiritually. Don't think just because a person is a Christian, they don't think carnally. If carnal, then a mug. But God has a word. His statutes, his precepts, as he shared with me and you, to mold us and able to place spirituality back in me and you. And then remember, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So then all of this is designed to transform our thinking. It's all to convert our thinking, to bring it back to the way that it was always supposed to be. Well, that's all that we have time for today. 
We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. Hope that you're learning that God really does want for there to be transformations and manifestations in our lives. That's what God said in His Word that He's willing and wanting to do for me and you. So, let's find out in God's Word what we need to do, if anything, so that every transformation and every manifestation that God wants to happen, happens in the lives of me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And don't forget, we have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. That'll pick you up at home and then drop you off at home after the service. So if you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. And to all other brothers out there in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if your desire is to draw closer to God, I got just a thing for you. We invite all the brothers in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Breakfast of Champions men's breakfast this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast that the sisters from Word of Faith prepare for the brothers of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in time. It's one of my brothers that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God just for the brothers. That's including you. There's no charge for the free will offering we'll be taking. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. This if you want a plate. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. Bring a couple brothers with you when you do. I guarantee that you'll be blessed and they will too. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.